2: Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. My name is Rodrigo sanchez Chavarría, I am one of your co-hosts. I am joined by our lovely crew and a crew that is actually going to a Aurora playoff game. Right? Is this the Semis? Or is that the
0: Semis? Yep, not- right.
2: yep. It's the Semis, yeah. So I'm joined by Bridget McDowell and, of course, Eric. Well, man, how are you guys doing? I know Eric is full of apricots. So, so, so if any listeners apricots. want some apricots, just let them know. He'll probably just yeah. drop them off at your house.
1: Yeah. Or just come stand <laughs> out of the tree and get bonked on the head a few times. And...
0: <laughs> just just carry an empty container into his yard under the tree. That's, right. That's and walk all you away have to five do. Five minutes later.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Insane. How are you, Bridget? Uh,
0: I am hot. But, uh, you know, otherwise, pretty good. It's busy, busy week at work. So um, it's good to have a nice soccer weekend and, and some sunshine on the weekend. And, yeah,
1: get after it today. Rodrigo, we, we uh, missed you last week. You had an intense week as well. Uh, everything's chilled out a little bit and things are going better for you.
2: Yeah, no, it was it's just a lot of family stuff. So, and just a lot of things. And then you had you had a you know graduation party and all the other stuff. So thanks, thanks, uh thanks for coming, Eric. And thanks for of the car, Bridget. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: there's a lot of Issa. Issa had a great time. She was a she kind of got mad at me when I told her, I was like, we gotta clean up. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, This is your party, kid. I was like, you gotta clean. She's like, Well, what do you want me to do? I was like, clean, hold <laughs> tables, put chairs away. We gotta in this place and you know, it was like and literally like in 20 minutes we made a spick and span and we were like alright we're out and so then it was weird because I have usually like I wait for someone to check my work because that's just the life I've <laughs> lived it's like you know like like a supervisor or something's going to mean it's like alright you know and then all of a sudden like I had to call a number 20 minutes later and I, they were like oh yeah you left I was like cool just leave it unlocked. someone will stop by a lock I was like so I'm not responsible if anything happens between I hang up this phone call and the time you guys check yeah you're fine i was like great bye i'm out of here.
0: <laughs> cool
1: <laughs> so i got in a little bit of trouble from my wife just because i was like well i took that bottle of wine kind of with the intention to give it to uh rodrigo and nubia but then i saw you said i'm like you know it's it's like cultura latina thing so it's like this can be yours you can split it whatever and she's like you did what I like, well you know <laughs> She's graduating, she's 18. She's like, yes, Eric, 18 is not 21. I'm like, well, yeah, that's there's there's that. <laughs> but it's like as long What's as there, as where? long as she's drinking it with the family, it's fine. It's fine. Where's
2: right? the Mexican side on that whole thing? That's See, what I wanna know. That's that, <laughs> that's
0: that, that, that's that's what I was trying to dig into. That's all, like, I was kind of surprised, you I'm like, wait a minute. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: When I was when I was nine, I was going to the corner store buying what is it like you know, six packs of like pilsen one liter uh-huh that comes in the crates to bring back to my dad when he was partying with mm-hmm. his so it's like yep
1: oh yeah no. that
0: yeah i I'm mean not, I, we obviously here we're not able to to buy it or you know get it in public but yeah if someone's drinking something the the glass always pretty much got passed around to the kids yep. here you want to yep. try it take a sip yep. like yep. I, remember
1: that. I mean
0: it erases the mystery of it all i um, mean
2: just so you know just uh
1: Issa seems to enjoy Pinot Grigio, so there you go well Noted. i can make i can make way better wine than that trash
2: well then there you go you have you you have your you have your challenge there you go her, uh,
0: her gifts are set for the next yeah develop develop one for uh college graduation you've got Well, years the, fr- the
1: frontenac yeah. is is a much better grape than that um all right shall we begin let's do some let's uh do we, this. We, we already kind of alluded to minnesota aurora and where they are now let's take a little step back in time to wednesday where they played their first ever playoff match against Indy 11, as we alluded to last time. Um, before we started recording, Bridget and I were talking about the massive influx of, of traffic to this match, uh, <laughs> of which I was stuck in. Uh, I know, so, you were. Yep, so I arrived. I mean, I, I left with plenty of time, too, as a thing. I ended up spending not quite an hour, but probably 45 minutes in the car, just between construction. and That's a whole other story. The point is, I got in at about the 18th, 19th minute. So I will let you two start if there's anything that you all saw in those first 15, 20 minutes or so.
2: Um, I think with the people that I was sitting with, we saw – I mean, I mean, um, Indy 11 is, is not a pushover team. They they their, their defense is really fast, and so are their forwards. So there was a lot of, like, just trying to test each other out as to what it would be. We weren't really using that midfield. Our center midfield as much as we were using our fullbacks trying to gain that game that width. But um I think one of the things that I wanted to see, and I don't know if it happened towards the end, but Maya was only in the left side, and all the work was coming down the right side and crosses and all the creativity was coming from the right side. I would have loved to see Maya switch to the left to to, to the right side. And and see what kind of havoc would have been able to just, you know, open up the game more. But it was it was close. It was, you know, we were losing balls, we were gaining balls, we were creating opportunities, we just be able to finish them, right? Um you could you could tell they, they were testing each other out, just trying to feel each other as it is. But in the 11s has got a really good defense and and their and their attackers are, are fast. Mm-hmm. And so that you could totally tell from the beginning that was gonna be some sort of an issue. Yep. as to what the center backs would have to do, or if perhaps coach would turn it into more of a, let's plug the midfield type of thing. Uh, Cause I think they started with a four-five-one, which is what I would have preferred to do, but uh, they were just, they, they were just getting the balls so quickly in and then running on the end that, you know, I think you had to switch it to something else to be able to just be able to do that. But overall, I mean, it was it was a good playoff game from the first fifteen twenty minutes. You could totally tell.
1: That was one of the first things I noticed. Too, once I was in is their wingers and their forwards were just was it forward singular or two that they had they had two up top, didn't they? Maybe I'm, yeah, yeah, I thought so.
0: Yeah, they started they started with two up top. Two
1: Man, sevens. wheels just yeah. wheels like it, it'd be long balls from the defense or the or the keeper even, and whoosh they would just chase that thing and get it and burn like the entire mm-hmm. midfield. I'm like, oh snap, it's gonna be like that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it, they had to play a little bit differently. Uh, Cha was was not in. She had a, a minor injury, so they were kind of saving her up for uh, today, hoping that they would have this chance today. Um, so it, it, they were definitely using the wings a lot more, a lot less time spent in the midfield. And Indy doesn't spend much time in the midfield either. It was really like a game of the final third, you know, for the first 30 minutes or so. Um, and there, I mean, there were plenty of chances back and forth, quick, quick game, moving the ball, um, pretty cleanly, quite a few, uh, you know, picking pockets left and right for, for both sides. Um, the, and then the, the PK opportunity for Indy kind of, yes, you know, kicked things off. Um, so that was a. It was a shot by Indy inside the 18. Uh, Fuller was able to like punch it away, but it deflected off of um, one of her one of her center backs, and I can't remember which one it was. Did it or, hit her in the hand? Then is
1: that what it was? Yeah, it but, was a handball in the box. Basically. So she yeah. punched yeah. it, and the ball hit her in the hand. That makes sense. Because yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought I, you know I, I saw the the whistle and the in the spot foul or whatever, and I was like. Didn't look like any like intense physical foul, so that makes makes way more sense. And it like
0: it was was very accidental, it was kind of weird positioning and traffic there. So, I mean, it it was a fair call. If if ref is gonna call those, like those are the ones you want, but um, yeah, it kind of sucked the life out of the stadium for a moment because you don't want to go down uh in the first half, especially 1 0 to a team like Indy. Um, but they ended up not being able to score. Uh, Maddie Williams took it for Indy, uh, sent it to Fuller's left. She had been studying her and knew kind of which way she shot. She guessed correctly. Uh, stopped it. Had a defender to to clean up the rebound afterwards. Um, oh, man. But so that, that was a massive, massive stop. that stadium
2: erupted. Yes, like, literally. That stadium erupted. And there's awesome. articles being written about this whole thing from like certain other um, publications about just the whole aspect of how well, like that was like a turning point in the game. Like yep. the confidence mm-hmm. just like, and you could totally tell It's like did, and, and I was think I was texting you, Eric, because I didn't know if you were in the stadium yet. And I was like, did I, you see just it? Just a
1: few minutes. Yes, yes. Short, and, shortly like, after I, was, like, I arrived, oh, it man. happened. Yeah. Yes. And
2: I was like, I was like, you missed the play of the game because that was just you know, <laughs> no, I got it. PK is just such a <laughs> such a great, great thing. And then like, for me, it was even more awesome because my mom was with me and that was the yep. first time my mom has ever been to like, you know, someone of a, like a soccer game that isn't youth involved, right? Like she's people always think that it's my dad that's the big soccer aficionado and it's true he is you know but he's very quiet and reserved it's my mom who's the loud and boisterous and and you know she'll go and cheer and it was wonderful being able to take her and she's like these are all women and they're playing is like which ones are we cheering with and she's like oh that's such a great play and that's such a good thing and it's like that was a great stop. so she recognizes all these things that are going on just i don't know for me it was just magical to be able to share that moment but when that PK was stopped. Oh my gosh! It was just the uproar. It was just the <laughs> roar in the whole yes. stadium.
1: It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um. I, I I was very happy for you too, Rodrigo. You were you were kind of gushing the whole time. We eventually found each other, and I tried not to interrupt you too much because I'm like, all right, he's he's clearly having a mama momento here, so I'm just gonna just gonna let him have his time with mama. <laughs> it was nice. It was very nice. Um, thirty third minute. It's still nil nil. Uh, Indy do score this time. And basically it comes off of a picked pass. Uh, I can't exactly remember who did what, but I just remember the face of the, uh, I think it was the Aurora defender that gets picked. And like, she almost, I think she was probably conscious that this is going to be really bad as soon as the pass (laughs) was stolen from her. And of course the they score. So you feel bad. What are you going to do?
2: Yeah. And I think, I think Sarah Fuller came out and I don't know if it was just, you know, um, because the sun was in their face because the ball literally was shot right at their, their head area. And and if you ever played soccer or any sport or just been outside when the sun is on your face and someone, it, it's hard to determine where something's coming from. So I I gave it up to that. I mean, it was a good goal, it was a good reaction. We talked about how their attackers are fast and they shoot. And so that's what it was. It was it was 1-0, um, but... Um, you know, and then heading into halftime. So,
1: yeah, th- th- this was interesting. Bridget, let me ask you this because, you know, narrative always plays in my head. So 1-0 Indy at halftime, this is, this is kind of a rare instance where Aurora is down and kind of have to fight back. And I remember thinking, well, this, this is going to be kind of a, a, a important moment in, in the development of this team in terms of its character and and fight back and Aurora, like, get through it. Uh, what, what were you thinking at this point at halftime?
0: Yeah. I mean, same, same thing. It's uh, something they haven't really had to deal with um, going into the locker room down um, and especially in a match like this, but they, I think that PK save kind of kept that momentum going uh, in terms of mentality and how to come out. Um, And they just, you know, got comfortable with that. And I think Nicole was saying uh, afterwards that, you know, the main message at halftime was, you know, keep, keep playing like you're playing and um, you know, things, things are happening. Um, And they just needed a, they just needed a breakaway uh, to, to swing things back around. They knew that they could do it. Um, They've, they've been down a goal before. I mean, that's, not the first time they've had a, a comeback. Um, but yeah, rare to do that in the in the first half. So you're,
1: you're you know, setting up a nice segue for me here. Um, so let, let's just go to right after halftime, essentially in the 49th minute. They do it. They do it. They they get it together. Uh, Turner solo blast from right. outside the key. Beautiful goal. Turner. we yes, we were wondering,
2: we were wondering when we were going to like, we were wondering, like in the stands, we were wondering, I was like, OK, well, you're down one. kind of been resting some players what is it that you're going to do and then turner comes in it's just like a spark of energy and just and that's exactly what you needed you needed someone to to not only spark up the your teammates but also to make the defenders very wary of what was going on at that point and now you have maya who's been getting double t and then you got turner so it's it 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 opened up a lot of a lot of a lot of play and i think I mean, great that curve was on a, this ball too. This what what, what a, a nice curve. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, yep. Like Turner, turn all Turner does is go lassos. I swear. True. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yep. It's true. The funny thing it's is, true. we 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 had got out me and Santi because he he we usually get our you know because we love the waffle fries <laughs> and the chicken chicken strips that they have. So we're like we we were gonna get them, but. They ran out of fries, like at halftime. They ran out of fries. <laughs> we were like, you ran out of fries? It's like, yeah. I was like, okay, all right. So we're sitting there trying to eat our food turned over. And then all of a sudden, Santi goes, dad, look. And he looks up because like, we're watching the big TV. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we score, he just literally jumps up and down and starts screaming. And I was like, and that's literally what what having Aurora is like having, you know, in this community is just to be able to in, infuse that type of Type of community sense and passion for everything. So it's like, so we would head back over there. My mom was super happy because I think she was talking, I don't know who she was talking to, but she started asking me about waving the, why are people waving the scarves? And I was like, oh, on corners. And so she's like, okay, give me one. And so she's just, <laughs> <laughs> she started awesome. waving every time. So she, you know, she totally got into it. And I think that was, that was awesome too. And then that was just a great turning point at that point.
1: Yeah. Just, it was just a floodgate. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, 57, pretty close. Uh, I can't remember who made the shot. Uh, maybe one of you two do, but it hits the post. Um, and then, I don't know, do you want to go to the, to the Aurora PK or anything before that that you all want to mention?
2: No, I just thought, you know, it was that point where you you're, you're tied the game up and you kind of have to play, you know, you kind of have to be all in. So all the fullbacks were up all the time. It was just, you know, trying to create – that sense of pressure to take away their space and time to be able to, you know, to concretely, concretely make, make, make plays. Right. So there's a lot of like long balls that they were trying to do. And they were, uh, Indy was trying to do long balls. They were trying to try to see if they would steal the ball again. And it just became a saturation of Aurora players in the, in their, and their attacking third and the defensive third of Indy. It was just, we were just bombarding everything that we could. And that's exactly what, but you need it. And it's just to be able to show, show force. And I thought they did, they did really well. That second half was a really good determination of not only from the coaching staff, but from the players wanting it.
1: So. Uh, so 65th minute uh, Bridget, who, 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 who gets taken down? You remember? I thought it was Maya.
0: I think it was Maya. Yeah.
1: So I, this moment I, I just thought was amazing. Uh, so Maya gets taken down of the box even before the ref does anything. Rodrigo, you, good friend of the pod, Christopher on my other side, then another one of your Blackhawks coaches down in front of us. Like I was surrounded by coaches. All the coaches are up screaming PK at the ref before he even does anything. I'm like, <laughs> of course, the coaches know it. And and they were all correct, all three of you. So, yes, it, the, the PK is called. Um, and, man, do we get one of the most entertaining penalty kicks I've seen in a long time. I sent this to so many people. I'm just like, you guys got to watch this. Uh, Inokawa takes it and does like the little baby steps, the little dance. And Rodrigo very intelligently turns to me and goes, yo, record this for the for the IG. I'm like, all right, I do. I almost shut it off because like it's like a 30-second video. And it's, I'm just expecting yeah. <laughs> yeah, I expected it to be like maybe five or six. So she hit the PK, and it'll be done. No, it's this big dramatic thing. And she kind of starts and stops, then baby step, baby step, baby step, baby step. And the crowd starts laughing. I'm laughing, everybody's laughing. That good as she puts she buries it, she scores, but hilarious. Super, super entertaining PK.
2: Who does that though? Seriously. I don't know. So it's so funny.
0: Yeah, you do not see that.
2: Oh, uh, come, yeah.
0: so, Pogba is like the one. That's right. Yeah. And that's it was, it was, I, I sent the video to to a few coworkers who don't like they don't really follow soccer, but they enjoy watching some plays. So every once in a yeah. while I'll send them a video. And I sent them that one. And and even they're like, We've seen we've seen a guy do that, haven't we? Like early two thousands, like punk was kind of run up, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was it was nuts. And that was her very first start of the season, like third appearance, yeah. first goal. And they just they just thought, hey, why not have her take it? And she she does that, yeah. and like so you can funny. you can see the keeper like start to twitch because yeah, it yeah. goes on for so long, yeah, and she. To her credit, she was fully focused the whole time. Like it didn't really phase yeah, her She too guessed much, right, she just,
2: just didn't yeah. get her hand on it. Yeah, it yeah.
0: just went. It went like just under her hand. It just mm-hmm. skipped a little low. So
1: it's so funny to listen to the crowd just start snickering you Like God. everybody's everybody's laughing. It was, it was great. It was a, yeah, it, was it really goes fun. from
0: like gasps to to screams to yeah. kind of a pause with everyone going, "Wait, what is what's <laughs> happening right now?" Uh,
1: I was. Yeah, it was a really fun awesome. moment. was a really fun moment um there's your final two to one aurora is off to the semifinals today in a few hours in fact uh we should mention uh 6200 attendance record there at uh SPO, right is that tco tco oh man tco bad Something.
2: something something is still adamant that they need to add an a in the tco stadium so it becomes taco stadium
1: (laughs) um yeah. So here we go. In a few hours against. So here's another one. I, it's, it's funny that I had that like faux pas of the letters because McLean, my brain wants to make it McLean as in like diehard it, John McLean. <laughs> well,
0: it is. It's McLean as in McLean. is it McLean? Virginia. Yeah, it's the, oh, in it. Virginia.
1: So we can call him diehard then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, do you want to? Though, I mean,
0: no,
1: uh, no, not yeah. really. Uh, that's we'll just see, how I remember let's it. Let's
0: see what happens after today. Um, yeah, how,
1: how are you all feeling? What, what's
0: what's uh? I, 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 what the I, I
2: hope someone screams out as a chant. Uh, die Hard is not a Christmas movie. No, Die Hard is not a Christmas
1: movie. Yippee ki might go off a little bad in that crowd. Finish that one off. Yeah, let's do that. How do y'all? How do y'all feel though? Like going into this thing? I mean, it's it's already historic it's already awesome um this this team was one of the better teams as well i think they had one loss is that right bridget
0: yeah their their very last game of the season was a loss uh yeah. two ties so i mean pretty close to being an undefeated team mm-hmm. um tough team. their their goal differential is like 33 34 like they've they've conceded a grand total of four goals Wow. 10, they've only played ten games. There's
1: like and put four, up that many. Like
0: four Jeez. or five teams in, in that conference. But well,
2: um, Yeah, I mean yeah. I think it has to do a little bit with the conference and the competition. But it also
0: I mean, yeah, eleven of those goals were in a single game. So yeah. <laughs> and they Dang. they won their quarterfinal eight mm-hmm. zero. So um yeah, wow. it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, it's it kind of speaks to the parody, of course, of, of of the divisions on the East Coast. Um their quarterfinal was against a team in the Morris Elite, which is like mid Atlantic, no Metropolitan Division or something, the Got next it. one north of Virginia. Um and that team as well, like had a really good record, but they were also up against teams that kind of made it easy. So I mean of course the goalkeeper's gonna have zero saves if you know they or has to make zero saves like one of McLean's keeper because she probably didn't face that many shots. Um whereas her team yeah. was putting them up. So I mean it's it's kind of hard to to guess how um to speculate how they'll they'll play against each other just because um because of all of that. But I,
2: I'm I'm pretty sure they're the they've watched film and they understood oh, at yeah. least the first half of the Aurora in the 11 and understand that, you know, speed at the defense is, is a way that they're going to have to go. And I wouldn't be surprised to do that. And I'm hoping that Aurora has uh, also watched film and, and they've come up with that with a plan as to what that will look like in case that starts happening. Right. I think your six needs to drop more in that situation. Right. And then hopefully uh, with uh, Cha in the middle, it'll be easier to just really def- Really have more like a set home instead of having your fullbacks uh, always always making that those runs, and and we'll see what happens. I think you're going to have to be very flexible uh, with a team that can score. Uh, it's it's going to be, but regardless of what what the result is, is what what a what an amazing turn of events this whole season has mm-hmm. been. Hundred percent from from yeah. from being in meetings or just meeting in just like being in bars and having conversations about the possibility of something like this. And then, you know, being in meetings to talk about how this might work and then being looped yeah. in other meetings and then eventually be like, it's here, right? Have, right?
0: Having notes on a cocktail napkin one year and like 13 months later, being the, the remaining, the lone remaining undefeated team in the league yeah, is absolutely insane. And no one expected it. Mm-hmm. And and it's cool to see it, to see all the people who come out to watch, um, yep. all the people who are getting involved and, and paying attention. Right. Um, we have heard more soccer on local news uh, in the last two months than we have heard I've... since balloons joined MLS. Yep. Um, it's I awesome. Mean, yeah.
2: I, I see more like Aurora soccer news from like other publications that I've never heard of before. Yeah. More than I've the more than I see Loon's news. And I think that's I think that's the 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 important thing is that, you know, the playoff game against Indy, let's not let's not forget, was at was at, was competing with the Loon's home game. Yep. And they were able to still draw sixty two hundred people. And that was like not only a record for Bora, but also record for T C. <laughs> TCO Stadium, right? And so it's yeah. like they had, they had you, never
0: had to open another parking lot before. And they yeah. um, they had to I figure out that. those logistics yeah. on the fly. Um yeah, it's, it up. it's insane. And and I think uh the Vikings staff down there is finally realizing exactly you know what they're uh what they have in what this partnership. Agreement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't they didn't think that the club could sell the the original fifty two hundred ticket allotment. Um, bumped it up to 6,200. They sold all of those. There was still plenty of demand. Um, yeah, there were
2: still plenty of seats on the ends. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you could easily make, yeah, you can
0: fit like 7,000 in there, yeah, probably if you wanted to. But,
2: And and I think that's the thing too is just that this not only proves that there's a need for this and a want, but then it can also compete with not only NWSL attendance, but also MLS attendance. I think that Wednesday night, I, the lowest attendance for MLS was like 10,000, 10, uh, att- people. Right. I mean, yep.
1: Pretty close. you know, I,
2: I think it's, it, I think, I think it's a very good, good thing that is happening. And regardless, I, I'm hoping that there's more partnerships that are able to elevate this, but do you imagine if like there was no loons game, we would have that, that place I mean, would have just would have well, the lines were out. Like when we uh, yeah. got there before Eric and we were there early, like when we got to the uh where they check your stuff, they check your bags and everything. Like we turned around, the line was going down the stairs still. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, Oh boy, this is gonna be and so but no,
0: we
1: I think to, it's just I would awesome. have had to park over at the holiday like half a mile away.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. we'll <laughs> we'll see how things go today with the with the three o'clock game on a Sunday. There's really nothing else um, competing with it. And I mean, the, the late change to kickoff time going from five to three might throw some people off, but it also means you might have some more people there who otherwise, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't go to something at five, um, on a Sunday night. So, um, hopefully we see all of that again. Uh, same kind of crowd. I, I have a feeling that we will, um, and it'll either way, It'll be amazing, like
1: you're saying. Yes, I, was, I would normally say say hi to any three of us while we're out there, but this will probably be out after the match, so <laughs> still say hi. But this, this we is we hope is you a... came
0: and said hi, and it was that's nice right, to that's see right. you Put it in, in past advance.
1: Yeah. Right, well, well done, Bridget. Well done. Hey, if you yeah.
2: go to the merchandise table, we hope that we hope. Let us know if Isa or G sold you stuff via <laughs> Twitter. That'll be great.
1: <laughs> It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. All um, right, let's jump to some MLS. Uh, big thing here, Bridget, you alluded to this um, last week uh, as a rumor. It had been, it was shortly thereafter confirmed that, in fact, Wayne Rooney is coming back to coach DC United, who we'll jump to in a little bit. Minnesota just played recently. Um, pretty cool. He's got some star power, a lot of history with the club. I remember watching him. Uh, he, he was their first year of Allianz, wasn't he? I could have sworn yeah. I saw him there at Allianz. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they desperately need some change. Hopefully he's the guy and he'll probably get to pull some really big names, you know, being, uh, being who he is.
0: I mean, they're, they're already making some moves. He's, he's yeah. not officially the coach yet. Cause he's still waiting for, for his paperwork, but, um, his work visa and all of that. But, uh, the FO is making some changes already implementing his system, uh, going to his formation. They've traded Julian Gressel to Vancouver
2: um, or nine
0: hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand. Yeah, and
2: rumored. I, I don't,
0: and I'm sure it's even more than that.
2: That's just the I, number that we're hearing. I don't understand. This is the thing that boggles my mind. Is like the loons always look for international, and I get I understand filling a DP spot, right? But why not do the same thing and offer one million, two million dollars for like pe- players who are proven to be good in the MLS? Mm-hmm. So Before? like you know you got a Julian Gressel you got um, Ariola went for like what two million or less than that yeah
0: probably. he was around there yeah
2: you know you got a Bobasi for like a million and a and a quarter right I mean <laughs> you know the, these are these are players that could totally change the the of your team and you just have to fork over if you're gonna open your wallet I would say open your wallet within the league you know you you the exactly. opening of the wallet outside the league has has gotten some gems but not enough to be consistent
0: and just Gressel's history like really speaks to that he was in Atlanta for a few years then went to DC um like a core member of each of those squads and he'll do the same thing for Vancouver like from the start I mean Gressel is
2: one of the best uh one of the best crossers in in the league if you are if you're a team that loves to cross the bow and try to head it into it or try at least why not get the guy that does the best job
1: Yep. Let's jump to uh, you guys already talked about same day as the Aurora playoff. We had Minnesota host the Sporks SKC. It was a one, one tie. Um, I was getting some updates while I was there. I don't know if, if anybody wants to speak on it with a little bit more authority. I know the Minnesota scores first um, was, was one of them, one of them was yeah, an own goal, the, right?
0: The first one was an own goal. I believe. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then they put another one in. So technically they <laughs> score both goals. Um, Or rather, SKC gave him the one. SKC. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it away. I don't have a lot to add here because we weren't there. I
0: (laughs) have still not watched the entire match, so I I don't know. Um, Perfect. Rodrigo,
1: anything? (laughs) I mean, I'm right there with you.
2: Here's a couple of things. It's it's that regardless of uh, who we play, whether it be Portland, whether it be Seattle, whether it be uh, Kansas City, Kansas City has always had our number in some sort of sense. So oh yeah. Always like Peter Vermees. Peter Vermees like, knows, exactly knows exactly, <laughs> knows exactly what, what to do against, That's against right. our team. <laughs> Long tradition. And I think, you know p- playing SKC, even though there's they're a horrible team at the moment, standing wise, doesn't mean that they can't they can't do what they what we know they can do. And they did. And I think a lot of the team was really frustrated because they weren't able to to produce the the, the type of uh, work that they've been doing in previous games. Plus, I have a theory that every time we score double digits, it's always on a game day that ends in an even day. And this, and this, this, this Wednesday. Is, this is and MJ and on territory. Yeah, <laughs> and this Wednesday was not an even. It was that that game was not an uneven day. It was an odd day, and then yeah. we ended up tied. So, so. Um,
1: one comment yeah. I saw that was funny was somebody somebody was like, I think Johnny Russell came on in, like the sixty something minute, and somebody's just like that dude's gonna score on us. That guy always scores so on us, and sure enough, he did. Yeah, <laughs> um, Johnny yeah. Russell
2: always does. And it was a great goal too. He's just, you know, but overall, just you know, that's one of the things. Like Kansas City, regardless, that what's really interesting is that prior to June starting, we in this podcast, we were talking about like if you're going to produce results, it has to be in June because that is the easier schedule for the Loons, plus their home and stay, their majority at home. But that's where you have to be able to produce points and get points. Right. Uh, my question at that point was like, if you beat the teams you're supposed to beat, should you still be confident that you can beat anybody else? <laughs> And that's, that's my I mean, question right now. This
0: this team should not carry too much confidence in, into any game like that, but, but yeah, the wins definitely help. Um, and, and even, even holding Kansas city to a draw, like it, yeah, you don't score any goals. You, you just get credit off of an own goal. Um, but even holding Kansas city to one, if we, eliminate the, the own goal from the situation holding Kansas city to one is still uh, a pretty solid, like pretty solid performance for this matchup. No, and, I concur. I yeah. mean, it's no, and it doesn't matter where, where either of them is in the standings. They're always going to have those, those things. And, and as is long that, as, as long funny. as Kansas city has, has Johnny Russell, as long as MLS has Johnny Russell, He's gonna be all over him, and I can't. I
2: can't wait to see Johnny Russell when he's like sixty-five and still out there,
0: <laughs> and playing for some expansion team somewhere. Exactly right.
1: <laughs> um, and I don't know if there's any other scores from that Wednesday that you want to look at. Uh, Atlanta gets a win over Salt Lake two to one. Chicago, Chicago has been putting up some wins lately. Two nil over Toronto. Um, it's kind of buzzing through here. Philly gets a two one over Miami in Miami. Big one for Nashville, 1-0 over the Sounders. Um, NYCFC beats Dallas. And then you had the uh, California battle. A bunch of goals, LA Galaxy 2, San Jose 3. Um, So that all happened. Any, any comment on any one of those or one that I skipped? I don't know. I just know
2: that my fantasy team really loved that week. That's all I have to say. All right.
0: I keep forgetting about my fantasy team.
1: Uh, yeah, um... I mean, was, not this year. <laughs>
0: have not even nope. looked at it in like a month uh, we speaking of diplomacy uh, his there was an interview with him the other day talking about Wondolowski and how wando has like taken him under his wing in in his new position within the like the back office um has become a mentor to to jeremy and and he was even he was there was a little bit of overlap when he was playing, I believe. Um, but he's really helped him like develop his game and make him feel like a part of the organization. Um, and I know every, everyone here kind of has some affinity for him just from following his career after the loons did not sign him. No, um, <laughs> and, but you know, he's, he's a fun one to watch and yeah. talking, speaking of, you know, money tr- being traded within the league. Um, that's another one to watch in the future, but. Uh, yeah, you know, and with, San Jose has has some weird things going on right now, but no, no um, real
1: coach. We'll see. Yeah, very eloquent speaker and and writer as well. But he's got yes. a he's got a really smart brain in there, and I like I like to pretty much everything he contributes to is really interesting. I like. To I mean,
2: talk just and, just think of it. You could have gotten a, you, you could have gotten a, you could have gotten, a, gotten a for like, uh, Adrian Unu money. Like you could have overpaid him. Maybe like,
1: two, two, two abomasces for And e. then, and a. then,
2: a. yeah,
0: <laughs> and then like traded them away for two, three yeah. million if you needed yes. to, like. I
1: don't, yep. I don't get it, it,
2: nothing against Wee. Anu because Unu got screwed, and that's a whole different
1: conversation. That's yep. uh, yeah, what we always have. Yes, <laughs> but but it's yeah, solid-
2: I mean, the I same
0: shit, it's, different day. But, yeah.
1: exactly. Let's let's move uh, on to the,
2: the the last this last game. So we can
1: yeah, Minnesota. let's do Minnesota DC United. Um, go ahead, Rodrigo, You take it. Uh, pretty convincing win. I mean, DC United are pretty in a rough position God, they're right horrible.
2: now horrible exactly so Thank bad. You. that's where
1: i was going we'll see, we'll, was, we'll see if Rooney so can turn it around yeah. um well rudy he, was he, spotted. he did
0: not yeah he did not look thrilled sitting up there in the in the in a suite watching as things developed. Um, he's
1: probably like, oh man, I got a lot of work to do.
0: <laughs> he's He was looking stressed by the end, kind of neutral at the beginning, but by the end of the match, he's, he's looking a little stressed. I mean, he was, was like, wearing
2: like oh, a DC United cap and a gray hoodie. And I think from time to time, he put the hoodie over the cap because he was like frustrated. Yeah,
0: he's like, uh,
1: I'm not here.
2: No, I'm not here. Thank God <laughs> I might have, you know, should I back out now or
1: later? <laughs> uh, too too late. late, buddy. Too late. <laughs> um but so tell me about it Uh, go ahead
2: no i for me it's really interesting and i've shared my story this before and i know i know i know sarah from switch to pitch is a dc united um fan my first love with the mls was dc united because of the barra brava and also because of marco echeverry um so like that was my first team that was my first you know team as a and and so this was for me, it was like I was like, I'm gonna go and I ended up going just myself because everyone else was super busy. You know, teenagers nowadays, you know, summer opens and they're gone. So um, so I ended up visiting an open house of a of a of a new neighbor and then headed over to the stadium, walked over with Mark Feng Mai and West and all of them, and I you know, that's why I asked Eric if he was coming, because I had a whole road to myself. Literally. <laughs> but eventually a bunch of people came over and it was great. But from the beginning, you could totally tell that um we were we were we were gonna dominate the possession in this game and we did. And I think that was probably one of the things that was really you could totally see how uninspiring and how not creative this D C United team is. <laughs> and it was just, you know, long ball, long ball, try to, you know, get the ball out, and it was just trying to make sure that no one would try to outscore them. And we were just, I mean, the pressure was 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 great. I mean, this is one of those games where you're like, if we don't win this game, you're seriously going to get into, you know, a big discussion as to why we can't beat a really bad team. And I feel bad saying that because I like these United and I like the things that they had. And it was just, it looked like a huge mess. Like, I don't know. Like there's there was like, it looked like a lot of players just didn't, have it in them to go ahead and, and keep on playing in a sense. But just the overall, tactically, it just weren't really creating any big opportunities that someone had to be worried about. I mean, I think Dane could totally speak to the whole matter as he was bored at times. So
1: <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a good thing though that your keeper's bored. No complaints. Um, I mean, any, like that, I've said
0: before, anytime your keeper is not your man of the match,
1: yes, you've had a too. good game. That too. Um, we gotta talk about this first goal because you know the goal is great, but it's it's the assist. I'm at like Bruce Lee channel. I mean, man, <laughs> flying through, flying sidekick, kind of cleats the ball midair and it just lands perfectly for Renoso to bury. But I mean, wow, spectacular highlight assist. I mean, the assist um, is cooler than the goal.
2: You know, he's been making these kind of plays all the time, except that nobody's there to receive them.
0: It, yeah, it usually goes directly to a center back.
2: So, right. It goes to a center back or it goes to the true. goalkeeper or it just goes anywhere. Right. And I think the confidence that he has now after scoring a couple of goals just and maybe understanding a little bit more makes him more, more. In, but no, that was a, a beautiful kind of like a donkey kick pass that was beautiful, man, right in the path of Reynoso. And Reynoso buries it with the outside of his foot. I mean, that was beauty. I mean, like we yeah. all cheered that, that goal. That was probably one of, unfortunately, that might not have been the best assist of the week. But regardless, it was it was pretty far up there. If he doesn't get votes, that was that was pretty awesome. You're the referring system. to the
1: back heel from who did that one? God, that was so beautiful. I know, I know which one you're talking about. That
2: yep, was, that, that one. Was, yep, that's the whew, one.
1: Fire. Uh, tell me about the second one in the 50th minute, but also gets another one. I watched it, but I cannot remember how it went down. So take it away.
2: Well, Amarilla gets the ball and he goes out wide. And um, one of the things that DC Net is not very good at is having. They're they push their full box up, and so they're always running back, and their center backs. We've always a lot of our plays just started out wide, which is which is okay. But then he's we he we crossed the ball over, and I'm not sure if someone else touched it or deflected off someone. But Reynosa was still making a run, and he literally just touches it. And the ball slowly dribbles over the goal. You can totally see the goalkeeper stretching out to try to grab it. And the ball just rolls in. Regardless, a goal is a goal. Whether slow or crappy or whatever, a goal is a goal. And there were plenty of opportunities. I think one of the things I tweeted out and I kept on mentioning it and all the people around me were super annoyed because I kept on pointing this out. Whenever. And then like I had. Nate Pence asked me, is Rodrigo, when you watch games, do you watch them as a fan or as a coach? I was like, both. I really feel bad for <laughs> all the people around me because they have to hear me talk all the damn time. But whenever the ball went from left to, from left to boxy, their, their center back's defense moves. And then just in that time, there's a window where like our forward stays up and then just a quick, direct lob over would be an, an efficient way to keep them honest. Uh, and if you lose that ball, you then all you're really losing is your forward going up, and your def- and your midfield just having to come back. Your defense is not move. Uh, yeah, so you're, I, I you're losing them-
0: the ball in in your own in your own half. So yeah, so in in their, in their half. half.
2: So so it's not it's not that big of a deal to be able to reset. And I kept I kept seeing it over and over and over again. And I kept saying it's like someone's got to try that. And eventually, um, they. Uh, uh, Bongi is the one that stretched the field. He kept on trying to go wide, and then the ball started coming to him, and he kept on getting the balls out in the wide space and just really stretching that defense, which everyone wanted a Bongi goal that game. Everyone mm-hmm. wanted
1: one. That's going to be incredible when, when that happens. I don't think it's an if, but when, because, yeah, we were desperate for the Bongi goal. Um, let's briefly touch on so 2 0 is your final there. So a couple other scores of note: Toronto loses once again. This is the Montreal one, Toronto nil. Philly two-one over over New England. Chicago once again gets a W, two in a row. One o- nil over Seattle. Interesting there. Um, this I put this one in too soon. Inter Miami actually beat Charlotte three to two. That
0: game was uh, Col- crazy.
1: Colorado two-nil over Galaxy. Uh, tell me about it. We're gonna go for it. Well, Jordi Reyna
2: scores in 26, the first 26 seconds. Beautiful football this- pass. <laughs>
1: Right, and he is scores this the one where um, Iguain
2: comes in too, right? Yeah, this is a game where Iguain comes in like I don't know 70th, and he <laughs> 89th, <laughs> whatever you know, just give him 10 minutes to do something. He's yeah, like yeah. The, what he's like, they won Chope over into Miami, right? And, and he does do something, he scores, <laughs> right? But he scored one where he was barely off sides, and uh-huh. so like five minutes later, he scores another one. Right. And so it's 2 2 because Jordy Reyna scored both of the goals, very beautiful goals. And then, like, literally, in extra time, Inter Miami does what they did to the Loons and then it ends up winning 3 2. Incredible. So Incredible. Apparently, Inter Miami at home, but this is with like, and, and, and the game changer, of course, is Pozuelo. Pozuelo playing for Inter, it's just like he literally could have had five goals himself. It was just yeah. that type of game. But, yeah, Pozuelo is, is, is truly going to change this team now.
1: Nice. Uh, Colorado 2-0 over Galaxy and Dallas beats. Did Dallas beat or tie Austin? I might to put that one in there too soon as well. Uh, I think, I think Austin, Dallas beat.
0: I thought Austin won.
1: It's a tie, 1-1. Oh, it was a 1. Yep. Yeah. So, at the moment, right now, Minnesota is actually like in – what are they third place third yep third. we're in third yeah. which is kind of incredible but there's a whole bunch a whole slate today um that could will probably likely change things uh nashville lafc will be an awesome match i mean it might not be a very high scoring match if, if they're feeling you know the energies of what those teams out um but who knows it's a hard one to predict two really good teams um but I, I just don't feel confident that third place is very secure, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't it's, think it's going to last long.
0: <laughs> yeah, loons are like a point ahead of fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh place right. and right. like 10 points behind first place. So there's there's going to be a lot of shuffling there over the next exactly. couple of weeks, I'm sure.
1: Exactly. Um, let's finish this segment out with uh, some U.S. women's national team. I haven't been... Well, we, but also I haven't put it in the notes just because there's an expectation that CONCACAF is going to throw an international tournament and, of course, the US is just going to like snow plow through it, which they have. Um, But what's interesting here, I had some questions that I didn't have all the answers, so I'm kind of throwing to you, esteemed colleagues, because through this CONCACAF W championship, as apparently what it's called, um, they've set up some, um, some interesting incentives where in the semifinal, right, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm trying to get this correct. Right. The semi-final, they were, they qualified for the World Cup, right? Or was it before that in the quarterfinal? Because so I know there's two things at stake. You got World Cup qualification and Olympic qualification through this thing. It's very weird. Concacaf makes no sense to me. <laughs> You're all just looking at me. Dude, I... Looking.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I love
1: it. Like wait like
0: so we we've, we've, we've established I haven't been following it very well. It's totally so
1: fine. Gonna... It it actually makes me feel good that I, I'm not completely lost. Yeah, <laughs> you I know, know it's
2: weird. It's like um Okay, hold on. I'm trying to figure out so um so the well, teams that have qualified to yeah. to the World Cup are um the US obviously, the US, Canada, and then I think uh, Costa Rica is it Jamaica?
1: Right, and Jamaica. So so that was it then. So semi-final got everybody through yeah. to the World Cup. If and I now, understand that
2: correctly? Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That okay. And then so the tomorrow, final, tomorrow yes. we
2: have third place match Costa Rica and Jamaica, and then the final mm-hmm. is at nine PM between the US and
1: Canada. And the winner of that, or both teams, get Olympics because I know there's there's still another incentive in there.
2: Yeah, I I, I think the first incentive was Olympics, and then if you win it, you get world cup qualification,
1: but they already have world cup. They got it in the semis. <laughs> oh, <that's right. laughs> See what I'm Wait. saying? We're talking about the
2: championship, so yeah, <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, it's I'm a mess. It, I know it's a mess. Well, somebody, somebody, uh socialist or, or email us so we can clear it all up. But um, nonetheless, the, the big news is us women and the Canadian women in the final tomorrow. Uh, for this new thing that is extremely kunk coffee that we can't even like get through it with clarity <laughs> that makes me feel great i like because i felt bad that i couldn't like lay it out clearly but now that you guys are similar I'm like all right we're solidarity it's all good no it doesn't make sense <laughs> um let's let's take a bra- break on kunk of coffee note and we'll do a- international stuff
0: Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota football show. Welcome back to the
2: second half of the Minnesota football show. We were um, all a little confused as to what the rules were for the... <laughs> Coca Cup Women Qualifiers as well as the Championship. Oh, so oh, during Conker the Cuff. break, never change. Uh, <laughs> we go ahead and um, decided to to read. So I'm going to read this out, and then uh, you guys tell me when to stop. So, um,
1: well, let's let's start by saying we were correct about the semifinals being World Cup qualification. So we can yeah, put that's that correct. one aside. Yes. So go. So, so take it from there.
2: So the semifinals and final and third place match of the Coca Cup W Championship, we. Um, Winner of the, of the with the winner of the tournament will qualify both for the 2024 Paris Olympic, and this is what we missed the inaugural Concacaf Women's Gold Cup to be held in 2024. So the winner of the of the, of the tournament literally just gets a spot in the Olympics and also a spot in the Gold Cup. Uh, the runner-up and third place teams. Will square off in a Kukov Olympic play-in series scheduled for September 2023. The winner of the play-in will also qualify for 2024 Paris Olympics and the 2024 Kukov W Gold
1: Cup. Not at all confusing. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> thank, thank you, Rodrigo. Got Appreciate it. That. Yeah, right. yeah. Total. And if, and, clear, and, clear if as you, and
2: if you got it, please wink twice so we know you're okay. <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> because i i still don't understand <laughs> it
1: anyways yeah, it's a lot it's a lot um it's internationals uh been following as best we can the women's uh, african Cup of nations which the the social media is awesome there's so much joy and so much energy i've been posting as uh, videos here and there from the tournament and especially all the songs and dances and celebrations it's just so heartwarming awesome awesome stuff um they are into quarterfinals uh, before we left off last week, the last group was still uh, getting organized to see who was gonna go through. And so that finished with South Africa getting all nine points, uh, Nigeria with two wins and a loss at six. So they were they were through. So where we are at present for quarters is like this. Uh, Zambia is gonna play Senegal, uh, Morocco, or oh, wait a minute, no, this already happened. Sorry, that's why I'm trying to keep things straight. So quarterfinals were Zambia, Senegal, Morocco, Botswana, Cameroon, Nigeria, South Africa, Tunisia. And then here were the quarters. Morocco beat Botswana 2-1. to one, So they're through to the semis. Zambia and Senegal had a very, very tense uh, tie 1-1. One, one. that went all the way to PKs. Zambia pulls that one off 4-2 to two in PKs. Uh, Nigeria and Cameroon play. Nigeria wins 1-0. So they are through. And then finally, South Africa beats Tunisia, also 1-0. So now we are current. Uh, Matches tomorrow are the semifinals, Zambia versus South Africa and Morocco versus Nigeria. Uh, Morocco, of course, hosting this tournament. And I think for the first time ever, like getting a lot of really good international press and obviously social media helps a lot too. So uh, I I can't encourage people enough to follow the uh, CAF Insta, I think I think it's doing both men and women. I'm not sure if it's if it's split, um, but right now they're they're just doing a really good job putting some good content up there, and it's just all so wholesome. It makes it makes me smile, like all the celebrations and the and the partying and like taking selfies with the fans, and and one of the best things is like everybody has like all their 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 music. And all their traditional dances, and they just like break out in song and dance when they score or in the match, and it's it's awesome. It's all good yeah,
2: stuff. I mean, it's that sense of community, right? I think totally. that's the thing that's the, that that I think that's like one of the reasons Santi loves going to Aurora Games more than anything else is because of that sense of community and that sense of like he can do he can try whatever he wants, and when he can celebrate, I mean. You know, my happiness is watching him be super happy and super excited, you know, just to be able to do that. Because he's not the kid that, you know, picked a sport. He's a kid that picked science. <laughs> so, they have a nerdy science kid, you know, who will build a Lego in 10 minutes. A Lego said 10 minutes and, like, you know, have him be super excited about going through these type of things. Like, you know, it's, it's awesome. I think women's sports do that. You know, they it, it take away all the stupid thing that men do on the field on any pitch whatsoever. So... That's my rant.
1: Well said. Um, women's Euro, we're getting into the knockout rounds as well. Uh, England, with all wins, is through with nine points. Austria has two wins and, and a loss. They are through with six. Uh, Norway Northern Ireland are going bye-bye. Kind of surprising, Norway being one of the powerhouses for a long time, but uh, not a good run in this tournament. Uh, and B, Germany, no surprise, through with all nine points. Uh, Spain... They, they played a really interesting match and, and ended up losing to Germany, but they are through with six, two wins and a loss. Uh, Denmark and Finland are going bye bye. Right now, as we speak and record, uh, Sweden is smashing Portugal 3 0, so they are likely through. Uh, Switzerland and Netherlands are 0 0 right now, so we won't fully know who the second one is in, in that group, but it's probably Holland, probably the Netherlands. Um, and then we'll get Group D tomorrow. Right now, France is undefeated, and again, no surprise that they'll probably go through, but then it gets a little tricky. Uh, you've got Iceland with two points, Belgium with one, and Italy with one, so that second place uh, is completely up for grabs, so that'll be an interesting one to watch. Let's see, any any comments on Women's Euro there?
2: Yeah, I haven't got a chance to watch, so so okay. I, I don't have any comments on it
1: yet. So Right on. It'll 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 pick up in a sec once they get into the knockouts. Are we are we,
2: are we jumping into Copa Feminina, Copa America Femenina next, or we Oh,
1: just... uh, we can't. I, uh, I was gonna do Copa do Brazil really quick. I don't go think ahead. there's any big. Well, Fluminense through um, beat Cruzeiro, and the aggregate was uh, 5-1. Uh, Goiás blew it. They they had a they had nil-nil aggregate and they hosted crosstown rivals go Goianiense, and you know they just shit the bed is the only thing you can say. Three-nil at home loss to the other. Goyanya team and it's just just some really boneheaded defensive breakdowns one of which i posted because it was just it's hard to watch but it, you it's one of those where you can't be mad at the opposing team because they completely split the entire midfield and defense and ended up with a, <laughs> it was like a 3v1 basically and i'm just like oh this is bad really bad um so that that happened so on one hand yes we're out but on the other hand at least there is a goya's ambassador now into the uh into the quarterfinals, So I'll probably go for, go ahead and see just to represent the state. Um, Serra actually win over Fortaleza, but Fortaleza is gonna go through on aggregate two to one. Uh, Santos, similar situation. They beat Corinthians one nil, but Corinthians put up four on them last time. So Corinthians are through four one. And the big one they got all the attention was Flamengo and Atlético Mineiro. Um, Flamengo actually have a huge win, two nil, they are through. 3-2, knocking out the, uh, the former Brazilian champs. Rodrigo, it is your turn for Copa América Feminina. We're kind of catching it uh, with a couple matches down. We we weren't able to grab things right away because there's just so much other football happening. Uh, but take it away. A couple matches in. Oh, he's busy right now. I'll start it off. Um, okay. You ready? Copa América Feminina?
2: Yeah, I got to do Copa América, and then I got to drive kids to work. So I understand. Uh, Go for it. So, uh, the standings in group A is Colombia with six points, Paraguay with six, Chile's in third place with three, Ecuador with three. Um, so, the lonely Bolivia has yet to score a point or, or a goal. Oh, no, they actually scored one goal in favor. And uh, group B, why does Peru always get stuck with Brazil in every group they're in that has to do anything with Colombo? It's like the weirdest thing ever. So, yeah, it's Eric's fault. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so, Brazil's at <laughs> top with six. Points. Number two is Venezuela, which has been the the kind of like, like the Cinderella. main thing out of the turn. Yep, a tournament yep. with six points, Argentina with six points for third place. Peru is in fourth with zero points, and Uruguay in last place. The only reason Peru is in fourth place is because they have a negative six goal differential. Yeah, <laughs> it was Uruguay. Argentina that. But Argentina like smoked them, right? Yep. And Uruguay has a negative nine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I think Argentina put up like five or six on them. And I uh, I can't remember how many. There was a lot of fights going
2: on. It was five, nothing Uruguay. And there was a lot of fights going on in the the, towards the end. Uh, So, for example, today, uh, Chile, Bolivia, Ecuador, Colombia, Venezuela. uh, And then on Monday, Venezuela, Brazil, and then. Uh, Peru, Uruguay, that should be interesting. I'll try to see if I can watch that one just so I can uh, rub it in some Uruguayan spaces if we actually do something decent. So, And then that, I mean, we're That's done funny. with uh, the semifinals. We'll start in July well, 25th. There, and yeah, they're, there's they're a few more still. Go ahead. Yeah, there's, there's more. There's more. Like, you, you look at Wednesday, July 20th, you have Colombia and Chile and Ecuador and Paraguay. And then Thursday, July 21st, you have Brazil and Peru, which I'm not going to watch and um and venezuela argentina and then after that there's a match for fifth place which is uh july 24th and then semifinals start july 25th 26th and then the finals would be july 30th with july 29th being the the match for third place so rodrigo
0: do you still sleep in the brazil jersey
2: actually you know (laughs) what i was wearing that the other day sleeping yeah i was (laughs)
1: We're is going to slide that one in there. <laughs> Put Couldn't help. a little. Yeah, yeah. It popped, a little. it
0: popped up in my Facebook memories the other day. Did like, you? Oh uh, God. I forgot.
1: I still do. You know, I
2: get it nice and dirty and sweaty, and then. there you go yeah and then I um, just throw it in the wash and forget about it for like three put, weeks or four weeks.
1: i put this in just because i i realized the format i remember the format uh the top two from each group go to this, directly to semis so it's a pretty it's a pretty quick race once we get out of these group stages it all breaks down quickly um the two third place teams advance to the fifth place match uh still a lot can change but i mean it would be kind of surprising for brazil to lose that number one spot and the way venezuela are doing right now who knows um who, uh, colombia paraguay can they hold on maybe i don't know we'll see what happens um Rigo, you gotta sign off are you sticking around for justin no i gotta
2: i gotta take the kids through so i made you made you co-host so you should be good together.
1: all right sir sounds good out there. See you. we'll see you in a bit um our esteemed patron justin uh since he's he's given us some cash for whatever reason it's fine uh, <laughs> for us to you know put his little takes in here too i, I we have a we need a working title here bridget i i call it justin's angle i, I don't know we'll I have like to figure him. something out yeah okay. he he's he's very intelligent he's very well spoken and he he picks up on uh a lot of more nuanced and smaller teams and smaller countries and and leagues that i'm not as familiar with um bridget i, I don't want to speak for you but I think most of us aren't familiar uh, with him, yeah. right? Um, so it's cool to get his perspective because he's, he's on it. Um, so he wanted to mention tidbits from Champions League, Conference League finals in Europe. And he's specifically talking about San Marino. There's a team called Tre Fiori. They became the first team from the country to ever win a European tie as they beat Luxembourg side Fola-ish. I think maybe how you say it. Um, only two times before have the San Marines ever won a single leg. Uh, so the quote is for the first time in history, four different clubs. Oh, this is a different one. For the first time in history, four different clubs from the faraway islands have won European matches in the same season. And we're not even halfway through July, which is pretty incredible. I mean, those places are small, uh, tiny little islands up there. Faraway's capital side, B36, Torzvan, I'm going to say. Uh, upset Bosnian team, Borac, Banja, Luka. Man, pronunciations are rough. Um, play in the capital of Republika Srpska. Oof, yeah, blew that one too. And Bosnia, they're closely tied to the nationalist politics of Milorad Dodic, um, is the pick there. He says, near misses, oh, here we go. Uh, Vikinger Reykjavik, maybe, narrowly lost to Swedish side, Swedish giants, Mamel, familiar with them, 3 to 4, and the far away side, Key, Grish, (laughs) Kloksvickers. You're hurting me, Justin. Key Kloksvicker, narrowly lost to Norwegian side, Bodo glimped, who were a quarterfinals in the conference league last year and beat roma 6-1 uh, finally while the Ibratarian sides are minnows not all were literally formed in a pub but that's the true origin of bruno's magpies formed at bruno's pub they nearly lose to northern irish side crusaders from belfast two to three after winning at home and losing their second leg away uh, and he also says, Dan Kiev and Fenerbahce, Makabe Haifa and Olympiakos and Fenerbahce and Bratislava, highlights for next week. He mentions th- this because we are of our tie to uh, our guy, Frankie, Francisco Calvo. Uh, he says, let's see what happens next week for Francisco Calvo and his debut for Konyaspor, which he mentions. Konyaspor, as I pronounce it, or Konyaspor?
0: Uh, Konyaspor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Neither <laughs> of us know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but playing there in Turkey uh, against. Uh, abate which is uh Bur- Burisav, right in belarus so yeah that's a lot i know uh if you have questions for more of that i don't think we can necessarily answer them but i bet you justin can so if you want to send them to us we'll relay them to him
0: we we should do a little justin special here i
1: think we should we Knit him should. on to
0: do explain some
1: of this to us and... Bre- break down the faraway islands and and yeah. san marino and like <laughs> all these little teams it's super interesting i mean it, i think it's cool that Somebody's paying attention to that, so exactly. good on it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, any big positives to uh, wrap it up with here, Bridget? Aurora in the semifinal, perhaps.
0: That I mean, yeah, that's going to be a, a massive positive. Yeah. Um, Minneapolis City won their won their final uh, hey. final match of the season. So. Thank you. I didn't get that uh, in there. Awesome. Last game, first win. Um, so they go out on a high note they massively deserve that so that's good yeah, to yeah. See. Um congrats. congrats to to all of them um yeah I, I don't think i have anything else
1: right on well i hope uh everybody enjoys the match today um from from us here in the future or in the past <laughs> i should say once you listen to this uh we'll hopefully it, it will have some uh good sentiments and regardless of what happens is it's historic and this club has brought a lot of joy i know to uh soccer supporters here in the state of minnesota and and beyond i mean I, I think back to when we were getting all those numbers of the community owners that was essentially throughout the entire country and even i think outside of the country outside of the
0: country yeah
1: yeah um so yeah we'll leave it there and patrons if you too want to explain to us uh, micro nations and their places in, in world football, uh, you can become a patron like Justin at uh, patreoncom patron.com backslash MN football show. And we will read your stuff because you are supporting us. That is pretty much the least we can do. I think (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Bridget and Rodrigo. I know he already took off, but uh, enjoy the week and uh, we'll do it again next time. Sweet. All right. Hasta luego. Hello, hello. Hey, everybody. It is post-Aurora semifinal. They defeated the John uh, McLean 1-0 Minnesota Aurora in the USLW final uh, this coming Saturday, the 23rd at 7 o'clock. Huge, huge, huge inaugural season, taking it all the way. And now, uh, hopefully, we'll be lifting a cup in the near future. Absolutely incredible. What a team. What a fun time! I got to spend some of it with Rodrigo and his family, and I got Luis and his wife and niece, and it's fun. My doctor found me randomly. That was a little bit of a surprising one. Uh, what's What's up, Doctor Ben? If you're listening, uh, it's great to see you, man. It's just great. Wes found me at the end. Um, my heart is is full from this team, and it it's it's just been such a joy, uh, and I can't wait for. This final. It's going to be a blast. Congratulations, Bada Bains, Aurora, on everything thus far and more to come. Bada.